0: Fun. We streaming live and Ninja's already in here with the (laughs) Kimmy. I'm
1: in here like swimwear. In there like swimwear,
0: man? That's why I like to hear it. That's why I like to hear. Alright, let's see here. Alright, we are live on Twitch. Welcome to the raid. Tonight we are going to talk about a couple of, of issues, I like to call them all the time, of today's society. And, of course, we have Mr. Savage right above me. We have... Hello, hello. Over here in the corner, it's in the darkness, but we can still see him because he kind of highlights it. All right. So... <laughs> How have y'all been today, and like, let's start with you Savage, how have you been, it's been a little
1: bit? Yeah, it's been a minute, I've been doing good though, I've been working, you know, grinding, doing all that kind of stuff, uh, been getting better and better in my job, getting, you know, a little pay bump, all that kind of jazz, so it's been, uh, it's been good. That's what I like to hear.
0: Fuck. I love to hear it, man. Uh, always progressing in your field and getting a promotion from it and rates from it always makes you feel better whenever you're working there that you get something like that.
1: Yeah, definitely, makes you feel uh, appreciated for your hard work and all that. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Milf, how have you been doing, sir, since the last time you've been on, this, on the podcast?
2: Uh, I've been doing good, man, just steady working. busting my butt, now that my truck's split.
0: Oh yeah, you told me you had some truck issues and you've been uh, yeah. stay chipping away at those, those bills because they get a little expensive after a while.
2: Oh, super expensive.
0: Yeah. So we're going to go around this room, talk about what we think is a problem with today's society, have a little fun with it, ask questions back and forth, and see what the hell's going on. So, Mm. off, we're going to start with you, because I heard you earlier on the call. Hey? Yeah. What do you think is wrong with today's society and today's world that you deal with every single day?
2: Let's see. Mostly dumb people. That's just the biggest gist.
0: Okay, so are they dumb or are they ignorant? There's a difference in
2: there. God, it's hard to put a (laughs) a label on that.
1: Hmm.
2: 'Cause stupid is, stupid
1: does, that's ninety percent of culture. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, scientifically, uh it's been proven that IQ has been degrading over the years. It's actually started to drop, at least here in America. So in America the IQ is dropping per generation, it keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I think it's mostly that uh yeah. I want to be just like them society. So they're like, oh, that's cool. That's what I'm going to do. Mm. And they don't care about school. Nothing else. It's all about an image. That's true. They, they always
0: want to be like everybody else. And no matter what you do with it, no matter how you go with it, it's always seems so... I want to be like that guy over there. I want to be like him over there or her over there and they not they don't want to put in the work the effort for it. They always mm-hmm. oh. they always want to go that easy the easy road.
2: The easy money.
0: Oh yeah man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with if you can make easy money. There's nothing wrong with you, if you can, if you do it right. Yeah. But
2: I agree with that. Those,
0: it's just one of those things that I always feel work ethic is lost its real value in today's
1: society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, there's a few things that go into it, really. Um, so, I think the problem is with IQ dropping that such kind of thing is technology and social media has made us not only lazy, but kind of dumber in a sense you know why study math when you can just look up the answer on google you know you got yeah. things like chat GBT, if you don't know what that is it's an ai intelligence that basically you could ask it questions and it can answer for you and you can do a wide variety of things as in like do your scientific equations to simple things like you know what's two plus two or you can ask a lot of questions and some questions it'll avoid if it conflicts with like certain rules that they have set up for it because they don't want it to get i don't know it it gets it gets a little weird but things like that basically you know ai's google you know social media like tiktok instagram i'm guilty of that on tiktok end um you know, we get a 15-minute break in the morning at work. I'm on it. I'm just sitting there scrolling through stuff, whether it's ridiculous things that are just funny or, you know, I see something that I find attractive or whatever. And it makes you like a zombie, you know? You're not observant of your surroundings. You're just absorbed on that little screen. And it makes you dumber. It really does if you're not, you know expanding your stuff it's it's a yeah. uh, it's crazy
2: you're looking up educational things that's cool you know I
1: mean? yeah now
2: you're yeah. absorbing information but yeah. the whole thing about social media is like oh we're social like like that's mm. right now we're socializing but we're anti-social by yeah. talking to yeah. a yeah. screen I, or a mic
0: i agree with that and that's one of those things that like savage me you send tiktoks back and forth all the time like, all the time, <laughs> all the time. yeah, time. yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: but We look at it as, hey, you know, we got this downtime. I saw this video. I'm going to send it to somebody else to make them laugh with it too and yeah. see what can we do to fix this and make it better. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, technology as as a whole just drives the nail nowadays, no matter which way you look at it. And yeah. you, you always feel like one day, especially my job, my job industry, because cybersecurity and engineering, computers eventually are going to get so smart, they're not going to need a person to just uh, code it anymore. They're going to be able to code themselves. And yeah. it's going to get to that point where now this job, like I said, this job market I'm in is hot. It's, it pays good you don't have to worry about, hey, Am not going to get that promotion? All you got to do is you show up to work, do your job, and you're going to make it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Definitely. As long as you don't do but then there's
2: a people. big difference. There's a big difference between job skill and just being. So you could take two people, put them in the same element. This mm-hmm. looks way better than this person at it. He's going to excel quicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. It's all <laughs> mindset too, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so if you're not constantly pushing yourself to do better, you're not going to be better,
1: you're just going to be complacent. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Um, so, uh, Savage, what is your solution to all these, some of these problems you think would fix, what do you think would fix these normal day problems?
1: See, it's hard to really answer because there's such a wide variety of things. And there's so many people, you can't really fix it. All I can really do is suggest is for people to not rely on technology so much, in a sense. Um, you know, because like I said before, you can use anything on Google and you'll find an answer for anything there. You know, simple things to complex things. There's an example, I, I read an article, news article, and this woman brought her dog to the vet it was about to die and it had some rare disease now the doctor didn't know how to fix it so he was like there's nothing i can do um so he, she brought the dog home and she looked up chat asked it a question asked this is the symptoms for the dog blah blah, blah blood work all that stuff gave the information two minutes later it gave a list of possible options to fix the dog Now, in this instance, it's a good thing because now you just saved your dog's life. So you had to kind of play like devil's advocate with technology where it could be a really big help in that situation. But in other situations, it could be a hindrance if you rely too much on it because then, you know, you don't learn anything really. You're just taking in the information and then, you know, applying it to that specific thing. Like, example for me is like, um, when I have, like, a problem with stream, I always look it up, and then I don't tend to absorb the information. I kind of just, like, take it in and and instantly throw it out into the computer, oh, and it does it for me. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't process it into my mind. I understand it, but then maybe three months later down the road, I'll kind of, you know, forget how to fix this. I'll have to look it up again. So... It, technology itself is is it's a wide variety. It depends on the person. It depends how you use it. If you use it too much or too little, and all I can say is really for, I don't think a solution, but a suggestion is to not to be heavily reliant on a, on every on everything basically. Yeah, well,
0: that's honestly a good standpoint on it. Um, what about you, Mil?
2: What, uh fixing the subject?
0: Yeah, you know, fixing that thing. You said, you know, you deal with people that are just idiotic, stupid. To uh... so be honest,
2: uh, fixing the problem is, one, making your kids get out and actually be kids and not let them sit at home and be so complacent on video games, playing all day, like, right? in one spot. Be social. You know, the yeah. more social you are, better your skills are going to be in life. Um, Just being outside, you know, is the biggest thing. When you're stuck on your phone 24-7, you're missing out on life, period. And when I said earlier about stupid people, I mean, stupid people breed the stupid people. It makes even dumber people. And you keep breeding a society like that, you're going to have a bunch of idiots controlled by the government and... What are you gonna do? You're not gonna do nothing. The people nowadays don't even fight back. Look what happened back during Vietnam. They fought for something. They're like, no, fuck this war. Blah blah blah. You know, the yeah. people doing that. Well, you got all these anti everything people out here that are like, oh, screw you. I'm gonna you know tear up my city and wreck havoc and do this and do that.
0: I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying with that, and I, I agree because well we we've all had this conversation before of. uh, how are we going to always make it better for our kids, and so they're not always relying on, let's say, the teacher because they're not teaching them anymore. They're, they're not. Yeah. Uh, they're not. Kids today, Different. Like, yep. Going through history class, they always they don't get the full history anymore. They get this chopped up version that, and honestly, I'll say it like this: that's been molested by government to only depict one side of it and i had to teach my teach the kids now i teach them what slavery really was because they thought it lasted like only a hundred like only lasted like a short minimal time
1: No, it's still around today yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the highest it's ever been today 40 plus million people around the world slaves and it most is, of them sex slaves
0: yeah yeah that, that's a whole different that's a different market you know, you yeah it like really that. is
1: <laughs> We're uh, still, it's slave still, nonetheless. It is yeah. still
0: slavery, no matter what you w- look at it. Um, but you, you go from that, and you look at the hey, what's going on here? Chaos. Okay, I appreciate that so much, dude. Uh, you look at that, and you just say, hey, we're gonna go ahead and add, take out math. Like this, the basic way to do math. You don't. You don't have that. And... <laughs> again, <clears throat> Theo, thank you so much. <laughs> but uh, you don't have basic math anymore. It's they, It's common core math, and that stuff right there is annoying and infuriating. And you send your kids home with it and expect your parents to know what it is already. But they don't know anything about it. They, they look yeah. at it, they try to do it like they do, they get the same answer. That's the bad thing. <laughs> you get the exact same answer, kid takes it into school the next day, you did that wrong. Mm-hmm. So I taught myself the way they do their common core math so I can help the kids do their homework. And come to find out, I looked at it, I was like, why are they teaching kids to do math like this when their their state assessments aren't requiring them to show their work? As long as you get the yeah. answer, that's all that matters. Right. And it makes me, it infuriates me. Like, you're making these ch- these children go through all these multiple extra steps. that's not going to benefit them. You can break it down, one, two, three, be done with it. And they just swoop through and say, nope, we're going to do 16 steps for this one problem. Even though you can solve it in three problems and, and explain it so much easier. I, I talked to the, one of the teachers and said, "Hey, why are you teaching this?" They said,
1: mm.
0: "Well, honestly, we don't even know most of this stuff. We're just teaching it off the curriculum." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it, it, it it's, it's it's weird how they. Did it's bad is.
2: when you gotta make things difficult for no reason.
0: Yeah,
1: and honestly, and someone, this. Uh, oh. Go ahead. No, I am just saying it's so much easier
2: to teach somebody a quick and easy way to do it to quickly get the answer. Yeah. When you teach quick ways to do things and they come to a problem that's hard, they're gonna find a quick solution for it. Yep. Why are you gonna make it really hard, then they get a really hard one and they're like, Nah, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, man. That's what I would, I would do. Bro, you you know, you're preachers to the choir. I I we, we taught the kids how to do everything the way we learned it and their way that way when it came down to it when they don't gotta show their work they can knock the easy way out they don't have to worry yep. about it and yeah. you know uh like they they took away cursive out of schools they took away oh oh
2: yeah Go ahead. Go ahead. my my son's school they still do cursive nice
1: okay that's okay. good i was like oh my god that's amazing
2: <laughs> glad you're
1: learning cursive. Yeah, because f- yeah, that's that's a rare, it's uh, a rare thing nowadays. You know, as my grandmother has said once. I mean, I've heard it before too. But she's like, you know, to destroy one generation, all you have to do is take away, cur- like, write everything in cursive, and show them a dial like clock, like a like an old school clock. And yep. they won't be able to decipher it, basically. We're
0: <laughs> talking about the clocks with the Roman numerals only on it. they just, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. stuck there looking at it. It's like, I know that's 12, I know that's 6, but I don't know why they're making that numbers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Even then, it's just like the, they don't know what the small <laughs> arm to the long arm is and the th- a thin one that's the second. So a lot of kids today don't know that. And... Yeah. Honestly, this last whole last generation is really... Is really going to be bad because... Um, covid did a big thing it it hit them hard you know they're all anti-social now they're stuck at home they were taught at home and you know taught through you know whatever a laptop and and the webcam zoom yeah zoom meetings and all that and they didn't really learn much they probably most of the time they weren't paying attention they're playing games in the background whatever and it's gonna show in a few years down the line you're gonna see a significant drop-off with with people today in the next generation just because of that, because they're not learning what they were supposed to for the last two, even maybe possibly three years. Schools were just not teaching them properly. You know, no one really cared and everyone was just antisocial so no one's going to have social interactions and learn how to catch on to cues and hints. And, you know, when you interact with someone and you see how they're acting with you, you might see that they're you know normally if i i can get a hint when someone's pissed off at me i I like okay i gotta reel it back and you know let them be And i see that all i see that sometimes at work not towards me but like you'll see someone's frustrated obviously the last thing you want to do is walk up to them and poke at them because that's just gonna make it worse
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a easily like for us it's easy to decipher um, yeah but going from that social distancing times it was one of the things I always looked at it like, hey, why? They're saying we got a social distance. Say we have to, you know, do this, do that. Cool. Trying to make sure nobody's sick. I understand that. But you're eliminating key, all the key points that people need to, let's just say, I'm going to keep saying, evolve in their own life to make themselves move forward. Because, yeah. like I said, My kids have no idea of what social social distancing means because we've always interacted, always interacted, and we made it easy on each other and just said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh, go around people we know that understand the concept of, hey, we're being safe, we're just doing this right." But same time as you got kids, you gotta you gotta watch, you know, how this stuff's gonna play out and. From the kids now to the next generation or what they're going to raise up, it's going to just keep this declining on these interaction courses. Because nowadays we have, let's say, we have video games, we have social media, we have ways to talk to people distances around the world now. And it's so easy. It's just like that now. It's no time taken into it. No, you got to prepare for it. You just do it. Yeah. So. And those.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. I was saying that to kind of go off of that too is like when you said social media. A lot of the times, especially younger kids, they can't tell if what's real or not. You know, ninety-nine percent of stuff you see in social media, especially like TikTok, these videos you see, are fake. They're ninety-nine percent of the time. And obviously, little kids aren't going to know the difference. They're going to look at it and be like, "Huh." That's awesome. That's cool. That's, like, amazing. And that can go such a wide variety of topics, like, you know, when kids, especially teenagers, when they're growing up, they're, <coughs> their ideas of sexuality, for example, boys and girls, but mostly boys, um, they'll look at a woman, and they'll see this perfect woman that's, like, a 10 out of 10, whatever, and they're going to think that that's what a woman should be like all the time, and that's not reality, you know? Every woman's different. Every person is different. What you find attractive is going to be different. But social media is always going to, just going to show you the perfect side of things. It's never going to show you what it's like to be an actual human being. You know, we have our ups and downs, but social media shows you fake stuff. And it it goes into other um, topics as well. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: with that, it's that's all a big-ass marketing scheme, no matter which way you look at it. It's yeah. one of those things that you look at and say, hey, hot woman, right there, That that's what they're supposed to look like. And then you get to, you, they go out to the real world and they experience people <clears throat> and they don't understand, hey, everybody's different. Every single thing's different. They go from watching reality TV shows, which they handpick these people to fit their dynamic, which they want to push on people. Yeah. Then they like I said, TikTok use all the models, all the Instagram models, all these other people that do that stuff. They handpick these people for every single part of their research. And yeah. they know what's gonna sell, what's not gonna sell. And I tell everybody else, hey, guess what? Sex sells. It sells a whole lot. Say so it works okay. on men, it works on women, it, it works on everyone, yeah. no matter which no matter which way you look at it. Very true. And I mean, if you think it does, if somebody actually thinks it doesn't sell, then you you're not paying attention. You're not paying close enough attention to what you buy or how you buy something, or you see the the ads for things all the time. Let's just say, even, yeah, even like prescription medicine for elderly, they pick the they handpick the people that look look the best, look the healthiest, and they're going to make people think that hey, this medication is going to make you feel so well. They look at you, look at these people; they're they're thriving.
1: Yeah what's most appealing to you basically yeah. yeah you see that in food too You know, every time you see like a nice juicy steak on like a commercial you're like oh my god I need to buy that but when you get to the actual meal at that restaurant it's nowhere near what it looks like on that on that mm-hmm. you know camera recording oh, yeah, it's yeah. never the same oh, I mean
0: a, bur- a burger. A bur- have you ever seen a burger yeah. at McDonald's look like that look like commercials
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, no. have yep. you ever <laughs> not the way it's in the commercial nope. <laughs> me
0: neither like, Only
1: in the commercial. That's about it.
0: Well, it's, it's it's a it's a good marketing scheme. No matter what you look at it that way, you say, "Hey, I want that right now."
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're we're very much a society on appearances and what looks appealing, yeah. and you 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 see that especially in America, where what looks most appealing is what we're attracted to. In most cases, you know, sometimes people go more and depth into intellectual or you know personalities but the major one for most people i want to say like 95 percent of people it's going to be appearance it's going to be what it looks appealing to you exactly
0: and those people that those people that choose not to look at things and just say i want it are those strong-willed people because and you never realize it until it's too late and you see that they have one hey they have everything they want and they see this nice stuff, they say, oh, that's nice. And they
1: keep walking, yeah. like, I don't want it. Yeah. And that, it goes, in, yeah, it goes into other things, too. Like, it's not even, it doesn't even have to be that big of, like, a like a person or food. It could be a simple color. Like, obviously, I love red, but I do not like the color pink, you know? It's just a different tone of red, but I don't like pink at all. Or yellow, you know? Those colors make me feel, you know, I, I look at them, like, ugh. But one I see red, I'm like, that's a nice color.
0: I get that, and I, I completely understand that a lot. Um, I like darker tone clothes, and you see me, whatever I wear a lot of dark, all the time. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that I've always, I've always wore black, everything like that. And yes, you're right, pink is icky. And, it's funny because her name's pink. <laughs> I don't know, it's funny. <laughs> um hey, I like pink. You talk? Hey. Hey, everybody has their own thing, that they're they like, and I'm not judging it, but for me, yeah, one of those things I just no, don't don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I
2: won't I'm wear it. it. I'm not a fan I'm of. I'm not gonna cover. wear it, but I do like come.
0: <laughs> so, what is? Let's go, Milf. i us just to you some questions here. All right, shoot. You, you travel all across the country, obviously for work. You drive a truck, you, you load, yep. unload, you know, get things from destination one to two and three and so on and so forth. When you're traveling, do you ever just think to yourself, why am I doing this?
2: Oh, I know why I'm doing it.
0: But do you ever have those those thoughts in your head, like, why am I still doing this right now? No. No? In that no, because I,
2: exactly, I know exactly why I'm doing it and what a sport. <laughs> Of what it's going to to achieve. <clears throat> so if I die doing this, at least I know I did it for a reason. Mm.
0: And for you, that'd be your family, your son, everything that you're doing. For you me, do I it. don't
2: care about. Like, my life is my son. So anything for myself, I don't care.
1: Mm.
2: As long as he's happy and he's doing good, anything else don't matter. I'll stay out here year round if I had to just to make sure you got what you need. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. the biggest thing for me is do good in school, have fun doing extracurricular activities, come home with good grades, go to college, I'll buy you your first car, I'll pay for college, I'll pay for everything. Just be a kid, enjoy life, and do good in school. That's all I ask them to do.
0: Mm. That's really not a tall order to ask either. That's one of those things that they're they're normal expectations if you actually have the expectations on your children.
2: Yeah, I've got expectations. I I expect him to be the best at everything he does, and I won't take anything less. And but then, as long as he did it, stuck through it, whether he did good at it or not, I'm still gonna be proud of you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. and that's uh, something that a lot of people don't understand. Like putting that, ingraining that pride aspect into doing your best in everything, instead of just expecting that participation trophy. With everything in life, yeah, and we've had these talks. Man, I my kids get a participation trophy. They they look at it like, what's this for? I didn't get the top prize. <laughs> they literally tell me like, I wanted that top prize, and I tell them, hey, oh, no. <laughs> hey, you, you want to do it? So okay, look, they put this much time into it. You put this much time into it. Let's let's get it where you get all your stuff ready to go. Get them prepared, everything like that, and smoke it today uh the oldest told me she said hey i got a hundred on my math test and i was like fuck yes i'm proud of you that's what i'm talking about i knew you could do it because i yeah. told her she can do every little thing she wants to do if she prepares for it and tries
1: yeah and- yeah i get that um the participation reward thing yeah that honestly personally if i were to get one of those i'd feel kind of ashamed like i would look at it and be like wow that's sad i wouldn't be like yeah i got a trophy Woo. i'm like wow you didn't become first second or third you're so low that they felt bad and gave you a participation award
0: do you know what drives me insane about that they give these participation trophies out in these sports but there's still a team that becomes a champion yeah so in my head i'm looking at it, I like you know one day they're just going to get rid of winning all together, get rid of winning yeah. and people are just going to have to just suck it up and deal with it and, and it's, it's going to yeah, be like, why? because my kid has low self-esteem well, isn't it your job for you to raise your child to have a more, you know more self-esteem in themselves, to show them hey, it's okay to fall, it's okay to you know, make it to this level, you just work, work a little harder to get up here, it's okay to, yeah. to you know fall and stumble and as long as you get back up and keep trying again that's all that matters because the solution because hey, was... the solution what? of everything I see a solution for everything I keep seeing over and over again is hey I I want to get to this point in my life I got to work my ass off for it and if I know those answers already to what I need to do I'm going to do them like uh, yeah. we said before, like, I'm, I'm looking to move. I, I'm looking to move. So I know, all right, cool. I need to put this much money back. I need to work this much, this long. I need this many hours in a week. And mm. then after that, kids don't need anything. Cool, that money can go sit right here just in case they do need something. That way it doesn't take, take out of the fund that I'm trying to move with. Yeah. And from there, you just look at it all and say, hey, when you get to that point of, I'm right here at the, at the, I'm at the door where I want my next, next part of my mission, my next part of my life goals to be you open the thing, go through it close it, because going backwards is just obviously making everything worse, because we're going backwards let's see, in society as a whole because like we mentioned many times before, if you look at history a lot of it's repeating itself right now and everybody keeps yep. saying, we're in a good time now. No, no <laughs> the fuck we're not. We're, we're we're fucking not. We're here. We're, you know, cool. I'm glad you got your stuff that you want it legalized. But you look at everything as a whole. We're kind of fucked.
1: Yeah. It's a scary thought. It really is when you think about that. Like, if you know the numbers and you know history, it's It's a scary thought to think about because we're, we're in a recession and if we keep going the way we're going and if if the politics stay the same it's going to go into a, into a another depression at some point um,
0: within 5 years this is calculated within 5 years a depression better worse off than the great depression because you got to think of how many more how much more population we have now we have mm-hmm. a population yep. control to make everything a little bit more even we have yep. nothing, and well, trust me, nobody knows anything about rationing anything
2: anymore. So no. well, this is how this is how it works. We go. We always have a recession, and then we have a depression, and then we have a war, and then we come back from the depression, mm. and it happens every single time.
0: Yeah, we need yeah.
2: a war to so we can fund it, get all this money and resources from it to get out of. it. And we do it every time. You can watch every World War that we've ever done. Mm. There was a recession, a depression, and then there was a war. Recession, depression, and war. And yeah, it happens all the time.
0: But when you look at it nowadays, that trend's not going to happen anymore.
1: No, definitely not.
0: We look at it all. It's like everybody got the big red button to push now. Nobody wants to do that because <laughs> then all of a sudden everybody else is pushing the button and we're just all screwed. So yeah, now it's coming down to that that limit and we're seeing that limit now Mm. how much money is getting sent overseas how much money is getting spent on things that don't help everybody as a whole to better themselves instead of hey let's uh let's hold off on supporting every single soul across across the world when we have so many people here that still need the help they've been doing the right thing to get the help as well but they keep like getting denied because the funds aren't there anymore because we went and sent it elsewhere.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yep. The uh, in the last three to four years, the debt of our country has increased to almost ten trillion dollars. In the last three to four years, that's a lot of money. We're at like thirty-two trillion dollars in debt right now. If you look it up, and they t- they have a whole chart. And they track it year to year base and you can see it just a steep decline of how our money is being handled and it just gets worse and worse as the years go by before it was a steady like a steady you know a steady number and it wouldn't be drastic it would it would, it would drop a little and then go back up and then drop a little and it would it would keep it at a, like a number that's still not favorable but it was manageable and then, the last couple of years, especially with COVID, it just tanked, it just straight down. And, and it's just gonna get worse if they keep making these kind of uh these bills that cost a lot of money, especially spending money out to other countries. That's uh, that's not that's not good.
0: Oh, I one hundred percent agree with that. If you look at all the like I'm looking at it right now, the yeah. The, they're looking at the debt, <clears throat> raising debt ceiling for 2024 already, and we're in April of 2023. Yeah. They're already looking at the raise the debt ceiling yet again, like they do <laughs> the past three or four times they've, they've met for it. They keep raising this debt ceiling, and so that means they're just going to keep printing money. And, yeah. and everybody, like, majority of people don't even know anymore that money is backed by gold. Yeah. So, oh, technically, we're backed by oil
2: now.
1: Yeah, oil, gold. gold. We haven't we
2: haven't done gold in so long. That's why, if you look at your dollar bill or whatever, hundred and nothing with gold. It's they printed out this new cool little picture for you. So there you go. Yeah, but it's yeah. backed by oil. Yeah, you're right. Gold. We don't fuck with it no more. Texas <laughs> owns eighty percent of our gold. Um, the United States technically doesn't have much gold. Period in reserve. Uh, Texas owns literally all of it. Um, that's why we go to Saudi Arabia, Libya, all these other places where oil. We get 70% of our oil from Russia. Russia gets gas and stuff from us and Europe. Yeah. So we cut, we cut all that off. Now, our third world countries, they're like, we're not signing contracts with the all no oil. So now we're not getting oil from them. Now we're looking at other places to find oil to back our dollar. Yep. All those countries, China, Russia... Saudi Arabia, all these other places, Brazil—they're all—they're all going back to gold, and they literally every country said, "Hey, we're not—we're not backing the U.S. No more. Your dollar yeah. is worthless. Our dollar
1: is—it is. is, yeah. Like you said, the value of our dollar is drastically dropping. Um, they keep printing money, like you said, but the more money you print, the less valuable it is. And like you said, also where. I think it was Saudi Arabia and Iran that yep. did the contract with China instead of yep. us. and that made our uh, the value of our dollar even worse. So it's just it's tanking really bad. and not everyone's aware of this. I mean, it's understandable if you don't look deep enough, then you're not gonna find it. they They don't put it out in the news. They're not gonna say it on national television. Yeah, our money is uh, pretty much worthless right now. So good luck. At one point, you've you seen some banks already. There's only one bank that I can't remember the bank's name, but uh, they they crashed, and the whole bank system just collapsed on itself.
2: Yeah, so you can sit there and have hundreds of millions of dollars and billions of dollars. It's not gold. Ain't worth shit anywhere Mm -hmm. else around the world. Ain't shit. Nobody's nobody wants the American dollar to want. It's not worth it. It's not. It's worthless.
0: And this this thing about it is uh. You look at it all and you say, "Hey, I I look and what was it? Back in 2000, 2000, I think it was 17 or 18, it was illegal to own gold. Like, you know how people go collect hmm. gold coins, gold, yeah. like gold ounces. Mm-hmm. I have said it's illegal, it was legal for like a year and a wow. half because they were trying oh, to wow. get all the gold and calculate it all to see what they had.
1: Interesting.
2: That's crazy to say that a natural resource is illegal. <laughs> you know, it's
0: legal to own it if, nowadays. If you have more, if you get too much of it, I forgot the exact amount. I was, I was uh-huh. just reading it the other day. If you have too much of it, you have to file out, file a 1099B with the IRS, so they know where the gold uh, is. The IRS
2: is a bullshit thing, anyways. Yeah, that so, is. They're basically the gangsters of the United States.
1: <laughs> they had to they go somewhere.
2: They are literally t- stealing from you and saying, oh, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> oh, you're going to go to prison because you didn't pay taxes. Do I have to pay taxes? No, I fucking know. And here's the
0: thing do I
2: have control it, where it goes? His, here's no, the
0: thing about I don't. It at all. Uh, the biggest, the biggest... Uh... Ponzi scheme in the world right now in the United States, actually, is income tax, because there's no real law saying we have to pay income tax at all.
1: Yeah, it's just made up for the companies in this individual states.
0: Yeah, and it's just Basically. one of those things. You look at it, you're like, why are we paying income tax if we don't have to?
1: Yeah. And then they, then they keep the money
2: back. Yeah. Oh, here. here here's your income tax check.
1: Right? Yeah, that that's... It's kind of hard to make a broad uh uh, country-based law for income tax because we are sovereign states under one constitution whereas most countries they don't have states like we do most countries some might in variations but um we're one of the rare few countries that has 50 states into one country that's not a common thing and you know your cities of course across you know if you look at uk ireland whatever you uh england you you have your own cities there you know london and such but that's not a state that's just a big city where here in america you have each state and then each state has their own specific laws and then those laws um follow a certain set of laws for the country base
0: I agree with that and that's it's just the truth no matter which way you look at it. Uh you, you go, Hey let's say Texas wants to secede again. Let's let's be honest, the way the world's going, if we could see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Milf over here, he sees it happening in no time. He's like, you know, if they do it, they might actually win it this time since everything's been so so dulled down on how people handle themselves. Yeah. Yep. And y'all gonna see my ass back home.
2: (laughs) Texas can sustain themselves. They don't need the United States.
1: They're big enough.
2: They got oil. They've got gold. They've got crops. They got everything you need. They got it in that one state. They don't need us.
0: Oh yeah, I know. It's one of those things. So Mr. Mill. Start thinking about your question now, what you want to ask, anything you want to ask right now. So we're getting a head start on this one, okay? (laughs) All right, all right, all right. We're not there yet, but I want you to start thinking about it so we don't have to sit here with dead air for 10 minutes. You're like, man, I had 20 different questions I wanted to ask, but not one of them wanted to come out. (laughs) All right. uh, from from your own stand, personal standpoint, what what can, what do you think is going to be the next straw that breaks the camel's back for for the United States now?
2: Oh my God, the next straw. Let's see. Uh the second they come for my guns.
1: Mm, yeah, that's that's very true. They haven't officially done it yet. You know, they they keep mentioning it throughout like you know the announcements at the white house they keep saying you know ban assault rifles uh washington actually they just a law to ban specific ars they can't even really define assault rifles but they you know they said assault rifles um such as an ar-15 ak-47 i believe there's another one but then they also said any rifle that has a barrel over 30 inches, any magazine that holds more than 10 rounds, and then they just straight up banned them from the state. So I'm assuming, hopefully, I'm assuming that it's still grandfathered in if you still own them. I would wow. assume that's the, still a thing. But uh, if it's not, then that's uh, that's a bad idea, because people will fight back if you try to actually go to door-to-door and take their stuff. Because, you know, if you if you legitly, you know, registered it into the state when it was legal, you, you, you know, identified that you have a gun and the government's going to try and come take it, it's not a good idea. There's too many people that have weapons, legally or le- illegally. And the, the whole point of the Second Amendment, too, well, not the whole point, but a major part of it is to defend against a tyrannical government. So... If you start acting like a tyrannical government, like there slowly are, sadly, um, people will fight back at some point. And like you said, that will be the uh, straw that breaks the camel's back. People will get frustrated to the point where they will start fighting back.
0: Well, here's And the, I will... Here's the funny thing about that. They can't come get all of them because guess what? As many ATF agents they have, yeah. there's more people that have guns than them.
1: Of course, yeah.
2: This is the thing that people don't understand: is the second somebody of any law enforcement (laughs) knocking on somebody's door takes their guns, what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, yeah. You
2: got your your one percenters, you got your three percenters, you got your rednecks, you got your hillbillies, you got your fucking ex-military, you got everybody Mm -hmm. willing to sit there and fucking go to go to war with the government. Whether whether you say so or not, whether it was whatever they might say, you come knock at my door, ATF, first thing on my head, I come up for my guns. First thing I'm going to do, go grab my guns. Second thing I'm going to do, come through that door, I'm going to shoot. Yeah. End of story. And I'm going to sit there just like this, wait, <laughs> with that 300 blackout, with my AK, with my motherfucking shit with a 30-round, fucking 60-round drum with my fucking 30-round mag I'm going to fucking be sitting there all day, all night for weeks on end. And you know who's yeah. going to come to back me up? Every other motherfucker out there because I'll be live streaming every second of it.
1: And to be honest, most military personnel and most police officers will back you up too because they're just like us. They're civilians. And when they see that the government is actually trying to force them to take our guns away as civilians, they're gonna be like, no, we had enough.
0: You know, there. I know, I know you've seen this video before, this uh, ATF skit video. Uh, they're trying to take somebody's gun. They ask them, hey, you got level three plating? <laughs> and they're like, no, level two. Oh, came wrong day.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and yep.
0: it's just one of those things that, like, people like myself who own FL ffl called weapons that you have to have, have a license to actually own the rifle itself. Those yeah. rifles go through everything. Yeah. So, I can go out and get an, a true nature a, uh, assault rifle. I can go out and get one without having to worry about anything because I have my licenses. And yeah. they can't say anything to me. The only thing I have to do is make sure I don't sell it to Joe Smo down the street. That's all I have to yeah. do. And I look at everybody that they hear the word AR-15. They're like, "Oh, it's an assault rifle." I said, "No, AR stands for Armalite."
1: Armalite. Like yep, armor not assault.
0: Rifle. And people say, "Oh, it's the same thing." No, it's not. AR-15, no. semi-automatic assault rifle, mm-hmm. fully automatic, and. You'll know the difference once you get see it shooting. It's instant it's an instant distinction between both of
2: them. Yeah. I've got a video of me shooting a two forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Fully automatic. It's bursts. burst. That's an assault rifle. Well LMG, but still. Fucking people get this misconstrued concept of what guns are. A lot of people are just scared of guns. That's why they hate guns. Well, guess what? Guns saved lives. Guns got us through fucking multiple wars. Guns fucking protect your community on a daily basis by cops. Mm ATF, federal government, all these, the military, everybody's got guns. Mm -hmm. Where my second amendment says, hey, I have the right to bear arms. Meaning I can fucking bear any fucking gun I want, any knife I want, any sword I want, whatever it is, I can own it. Oh, yeah. And people are like, Oh, guns kill this and this and guess what? I can kill somebody quicker with a knife than I can a gun. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you, I can just wait for that one, man. They're gonna they're gonna definitely take away any real tool because they they are tools. That that's the only thing they are. They are tools to be used the correct way. And if you know anything about them or respect them enough, you don't yeah. have to worry about it now mm-hmm. you see yeah. so many crazy things on the news because let's be honest people don't have the education they don't have the knowledge behind it they don't, they don't understand it, they don't respect it see yeah. mass shootings, you see school shootings you just see so many horrible things which I wish on nobody at all but at the same yeah, time is, where are these people's parents whenever they should have been one, educated enough to know don't ever do this yeah, and then lock it up where a child can't get to it in the first place. That's a simple thing to do. Yeah, yeah. there's well, like
1: you said, un- uneducated people. Like the one video I seen, it was a a house <laughs> recording inside, and for some reason, uh, just the father was just being naive, stupid, and left his gun uh, inside of his couch or on his couch, and it fell into the seats. His. Three-year-old or four-year-old daughter picked it up and shot it and shot through the wall, nearly shooting the other their sister. And you know the the parents ran into the room and he actually got arrested because the mom called the police on him, which is, to be honest, well deserved. Because if you're gonna have kids and you're gonna have a gun lying around like that, that's pretty dumb. And like you said, they didn't have the proper training, they didn't have the proper etiquette to to have it. And it's people like that that definitely shouldn't have a gun because if you're just having it lying around with especially with little kids it's one thing if you're by yourself in your house cool that's your own thing to do if you want it at the table at all times cool but if you got little kids and or people that are immature don't know the difference definitely don't have that out just
0: lying around oh yeah i agree with that and that's one of the things that i've been in playing gun shops they they have this little spiel right after you buy it to, hey don't commit felonies with the gun. Don't go shoot up schools with the gun. Don't let this around your children unsupervised unless you have control of it. That that's in there when they after you buy the gun. Yeah. And then they say, Alright, cool. Are you gonna are you gonna commit acts of terrorism? No. Okay, cool. Here's your purchase. But you're yeah. solely responsible now once you take this. Mhm. And it's one of those things that's always like that and people always think it's it's weird. It, it's 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 just common sense, but sense isn't common anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the common has left, and there's just sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't even think there's sense anymore. I just, I'm, I'm so sort of, like, God rest my grandmother's soul. But Jesus, I'm glad she's not here to see this.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> there's a lot of naive <laughs> around yeah, ignorance yep there's a lot of that around and you see that day to day when they they want to talk about gun controls and take away the guns but they don't even have a proper definition for it they try to explain how devastating guns can be and they, they'll be like such a like exaggeration to them like all oh, this nine millimeter will just blow someone's head off and make them explode like mist, and it's like, no, that's not how a 9mm works.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. It does, it, trust me, a 9mm will do some, some damage. It'll, it'll damage, be, yeah, definitely. On the but, but way, yeah. way out.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the, the way they explain guns, is just, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, I can't look at, I can't watch the news when they start explaining any kind of firearms at all. <laughs> It just no. makes me realize. Wow, I'm so glad I was. I learned about gun, about firearms, or about that when I was younger. But yeah. Uh, all right, Bill, you had your time. You got a question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Whatever yes, comes to mind, I do.
0: Away.
2: What is your take on what we can do to stop bullying amongst children?
0: Uh, it's called parenting. Being a parent and teach your children the right and wrong way to do things. And guess what? Give them some self-discipline that way one day then they get in these situations is not a gang mentality. It's a, alright, I'm going to do the right thing.
2: Mm. Right. So what if that parenting doesn't do anything and the kid's quiet? Say say your child is the victim of bullying. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You've been through all down everything you know Try to get this person to stop. Never stops, right? Soon your child says, "I'm not going to tell my parents about it anymore. I'm sick of tired. Then that kid flips, go gets a gun somewhere, comes back to school and deals with it in his own way.
0: Well, mm. first of all,
2: who's to blame?
0: My child would who's never. Who's to blame? Have, well, here's the thing: you said you put me in this situation. My child does not have access to anything, mm. anything at all. If yeah. they ever get near, it's because I'm right there showing them and showing right. them how it works, everything like that. But guess what? They never have access to it one on one, never.
2: Mm. But what I'm saying, it's what I'm just, saying is, you're never going to be there 24 yeah. seven. Go right but, down the road.
0: And but guess what? Up. I know where my guns are, and they stay locked up 24 <laughs> seven, so I don't have to worry about yeah. that Yeah. But secondly, I would my child if he did the right thing, I do it three times. Tell whoever's supposed to watch watching you at school. Tell your teacher. Tell your principal. That doesn't fix it. And when it, that doesn't work, go handle it yourself with your hands.
2: And if that doesn't work, and it continues to happen every single when,
0: day. Oh, then I'm showing up to the school, and I'm going to meet their parents, and we're going to go outside <laughs> for a little bit and talk. Talk. We're going to talk. We're gonna, we're going to talk. Yeah. And ask them, you know, how come you can't raise your child right? How come your child's always doing this one thing, always bullying? So mm. either it tells me you're is, is seeing it bullying at home and it's bringing it to school or you don't know how your child really is when you're yeah. not around yeah it, it's one of those That's two true. scenarios it's you know what your child's doing or you don't i i leave my child leave the children i get nothing but compliments from every person they're around because they're well mannered, well behaved. Use use uh, use their manners all the time. They're polite. They open doors for people. They they help people when they don't have to. Yeah. And yeah. I get those reports back <clears throat> instead of the whole, hey, your kids a little shit. I don't get that. I, I never yeah. get that. Yeah. So it's I don't understand what everybody seems. Well, not everyone. I don't understand the the hardest thing for someone to actually parent their children.
2: There it is. Mm. I don't see it, see it either. It's that whole liberal mindset. I must coddle baby them whether they're bad or not because they don't want to hurt their feelings and they coddle the shit out of them. and That's where you get a bunch of sissies growing up. It's not they, oh, we're going about everything. It's Whoa. It's like you got to toughen them up, man. You've got to put your foot down with kids. Well, they got to know right from wrong. And, and like I told my son, I, this is an honest guy. The other day, my son, he goes, I don't want to go to karate no more. I said, Why? Because <laughs> he didn't want to go that day. That, that was his only answer. He didn't want to go that day. And I was like, I was like, dude, you, I told you from the start, you want to take karate? You're going to stay for the long haul, man. You're not just going to quit. And he was like, Okay, okay. I was like, I was like, what happens if you, know, you get into a fight? Oh, I already know how to how to how to do that. I was like, "Oh, you do." So when I get home, I'm gonna go pay some kid twenty bucks to come kick your ass, and you lose. Then what? He had no answer. He was like, "All right, I guess I'm going to karate." That's what he said, and he called me up today. Hey, going back to karate again today? Fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta like point them in the right direction. Now you know, gotta let them know every outcome of every situation.
1: Got you insane. know, it can't
2: just exactly you gotta guide them in the right
1: way and to be honest kind of going off with of that the harsh reality is as messed up as it is to say it bullying is a necessity part of society now i'm not commending or saying like bullies are really good but they are a part of society to teach it's a good teaching lesson really you know, you can teach a kid how to defend himself, what to do in a bully interaction. In a lot of these instances where shootings happen, you know, this kid gets frustrated to the point where, like you said, Milf, where he grabs a gun and goes deals with it. I'm betting 99% of that time he wasn't heard or he wasn't taught properly how, or she wasn't taught properly how to handle it by the parents. No one was listening. Or something in that wide range and it got to the point that they didn't know how to handle it properly so they handled it the one way they knew they would come out on top regardless of the consequences of the the outcome so like growing up myself I was bullied a few times and I'm a skinny dude still to this day and in high school I had two mindsets and the, the most part, when someone was bullying me, it wasn't really, like, physical. They just taunt me. You know, they follow me around, hall- ha- like, the hallways and taunt me with words. Most parts, i just ignore it. I'd move on. And one time, someone did get physical with me. That's when I fought back. My dad taught me how to defend myself, so I know how to fight. And after that one brief interaction, that bully stopped bullying me and it's thanks to my dad that taught me how to defend myself really and it's all about like you said like I said before it's it's how you guide them you, you if you're a good parent you're not going to have these really tragic situations in schools or libraries wherever and yeah so yeah that's pretty much it right there
0: all right so so first from all of us. We talked about the the elephant in the room that we everybody didn't like to con- you know, bring out. Like always. No matter <laughs> what we do, it always comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pop- I'm not here for a popularity contest. Everybody knows me. Uh, it just it's said to be said. Um, yeah. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna have a great night. And thank you everyone for joining the raid. Alright, we're gonna raid out to Brookie Cookie. It's, uh, expel's wife. She started streaming recently, so we're gonna give her a little bit of love.
2: Sounds good.
0: Okay. Let's go.